All right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec, I'm a CPA, and this is my update for Friday, March 26th. I mentioned earlier in the week that legislators in both the House and the Senate have now sent letters to the IRS, Treasury, and the Social Security Administration trying to get some answers and putting some pressure on these agencies to get these payments out more quickly. We finally got a response late yesterday from the Commissioner of the Social Security Administration, Andrew Saul. There's no specific payment date in this statement from the commissioner, unfortunately, uh, but it is his attempt to provide an explanation for the unfortunate delay that many of you are experiencing. I put a link to the full statement in the description below. I just want to get into some of the key points here. So one reason Commissioner Saul gave for delay was that the Social Security Act does not allow the agency to use its administrative appropriation to conduct work on any non-mission provision or program. Accordingly, the commissioner says, we were not authorized to substantially engage the Treasury or the IRS prior to the passage of the American Rescue Plan. Instead, upon passage, we were required to pursue a reimbursement agreement with the IRS because we received no direct appropriation through the American Rescue Plan. So essentially, this came down to red tape. The Social Security Administration didn't have the funding to get started on this before the stimulus went through, and the bill didn't contain any specific Social Security funding, so they had to work that out with the IRS directly. He goes on to say that we successfully signed the reimbursable agreement and a memorandum of understanding less than one week after the passage on March 17th. To me, that seemed like a long time. It took them a week from the passage of the stimulus bill to sign this reimbursement agreement between the IRS and Social Security. I mean, really? That just seems unacceptable to me. I mean, they knew this was going to pass. They didn't have the funding to actually start getting working on it, but I would imagine that there were some ideas in their head and it shouldn't have taken them a whole week uh, to get that thing signed. I mean, everyone knew this was going to pass, right? Biden signed on a Thursday. Some folks saw pending and they're making count the next day. I mean, IRS at least uh, knew for sure this was going to pass. Why did it take six days after Biden signed the bill for the reimbursement agreement between the IRS and SSA to be signed here? There's really uh, no excuse for that, in my opinion. Commissioner Saul goes on to say a few days later, another delay. On Monday, March 22nd, the Social Security Administration sent initial test files to the IRS. Again, why didn't they have these test files ready to go earlier, right? Biden signed on the 11th. The IRS confirmed testing success on Wednesday, March 24th. Production files were delivered to the IRS before 9 a.m. on Thursday, March 25th. That's yesterday. This means the IRS has only had Social Security Administration for one single day at this point. IRS has obviously not updated the payment date for recipients of Social Security and other federal benefit programs as of the time I'm recording this. And unfortunately, the Social Security Administration has not updated its own FAQ page on their own website with any particular dates. This is obviously extremely disappointing news. Kind of just sounds like excuses and a failure to plan from both the IRS and the SSA. So at this point, I can't tell you when the payments will start showing up. I don't have any more information than what Commissioner Andrew Saul put out in that statement, uh, which again, I have linked to in the description below. Like I mentioned previously, the IRS has not updated anything on its website today pertaining to this matter, but I will of course continue to monitor the situation And I'm deeply sorry that so many of you out there have to wait like this. Uh, It's truly unacceptable. All right, now let's talk about taxes. As you all know, the American Rescue Plan came with a pretty robust expansion of the child tax credit and the earned income tax credit. But those changes were only made for one year 
due to the economic slowdown during the pandemic. Senator Sherrod Brown of Ohio led a group of 41 senators in a letter to the White House earlier today, urging the Biden administration to make some of the provisions permanent rather than letting them expire when the economy recovers. So first of all, they want that child tax credit to remain. Uh, the child tax credit as enhanced and expanded by the American Rescue Plan to become a permanent change in the tax code. That's the fully refundable $3,000 credit for children ages to 6 uh, to 17 and the $3,600 credit for kids ages 0 to 5. The American Rescue Plan Act only made those enhancements and increases to the child tax credit for tax year 2021. So in tax year 2022, it'll just revert back to $2,000. But these senators want these changes to be made permanent. They also want to boost the earned income tax credit permanently for childless adults, expand age eligibility for everyone 19 and older, and allow filers to substitute tax returns from the previous year in order to avoid losing those benefits due to income volatility. There are a few other provisions in there as well. You can find a link to the letter in the description below if you want to read it for yourself. As I mentioned, it was signed by 41 senators, which means that it has support from the vast majority of the Democratic caucus. Now, the Washington Post reported earlier this week that Biden would be extending some of these programs, ex including potentially an extension of the uh, new child tax credit for several years. Uh, but if he comes out and says that he wants to keep these changes for several years, you know, he's going to face a lot of pressure from his own party to make them permanent. Just as a reminder, President Biden is expected to talk about infrastructure, the infrastructure plan next week in Pittsburgh. So that will be our first time hearing anything official directly uh, from the White House, anything detailed anyway, about the upcoming infrastructure bill. And it will likely set the wheels in motion as Congress starts to take up that package and turn it into something that can pass both houses. Biden also brought up the filibuster in a press conference yesterday. There's been a lot of discussion of the filibuster issue recently. Uh, Biden gave some pretty strong support to progressives in the Senate who want to either amend or completely uh, abolish the legislative filibuster. Now, Biden didn't go that far, but he did say that the current rules are being abused and that Democrats may have to consider changing them in order to pass their agenda. First, he came out in favor of the talking filibuster. Now, that's something he's brought up before, but he went on to say that he has an open mind about dealing with certain things that are just elemental to the functioning of our democracy, like the right to vote, like the basic right to vote. He said, we've amended the filibuster in the past. We're going to get a lot done. And if we have to, if there's complete lockdown and chaos as a consequence of the filibuster, then we'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about. Okay, so that's a pretty cryptic answer. It sounds like he might consider going even further than requiring the talking filibuster, but he didn't come out and say we should get rid of the filibuster. He didn't say that directly. So this is definitely something that's gaining more traction. Uh, the president has mentioned it on a few occasions, and more and more Democrats in the Senate are talking about the problems with the filibuster and the need for change, right? especially since the Senate is 50-50. Um, so I'm still not convinced that progressives are going to get enough momentum to actually remove the filibuster, but there's a lot that's a lot more realistic maybe than it was a few years ago. There's at least pretty unified support for the talking filibuster within the Democratic Party anyway. And regardless of what any Democrats are saying now, they might feel a heck of a lot differently uh, in six months if they aren't able to get anything past the filibuster in that time. All right, everybody, uh, that's all I have for you today. I really, truly do hope that the Social Security Administration and IRS give us more concrete details about a timeline 
uh, next week. It was nice to kind of hear at least something from the Social Security Administration about why there is this delay. Uh, obviously, that statement was not completely satisfactory. It didn't really give any concrete um, expectations as to uh, as far as the timeline goes. Uh, but of course, I will be closely monitoring the situation into the weekend and next week. So thank you for watching. Uh, if you have time, please do check out my City Double Cash review that I released on the channel this morning. This is a credit card that I have. It gives 2% cash back on everything, uh, no annual fee. And right now it has a 0% introductory APR for 18 months on balance transfers. There's a link to that video on the next screen. I'll see you over there. Have a great Friday, everybody. Bye-bye.